And we're live. Do not try and bend the spoon, for that is impossible. No, no. Harry Potter. No, don't. Okay, Noemi lost her voice. Um, singing <laughs> yesterday for the first time on our worship team. And I'm not talking about, I'm not just doing accents here. This is a bit. So, rewind. Do not try and bend the spoon. Only try to realize the truth. The truth? There is no spoon. It's from the Matrix. I know it's from the Matrix. You say it like every episode. That's not, no, no. I bring up the Matrix every episode. Yeah, but it's, There's, yeah, it, I've, you've said that to me many podcast times. podcast should be What the Durf and Noemi, you know, with the sub slash Matrix. Slash the Matrix. All right. So last episode. Keeping the, the Matrix alive. The last, well, it's building up into the, the Matrix 4 that's coming out this right. winter or whatever. Yeah. This is a free advertisement for them, whatever, just because I'm a super fan or just a fan, not a super fan. <laughs> so the last episode, we got a new mic and it, it's a legit mic. It's Zoom. It was it was upwards of a hundred dollars for the mic, and then I go back and I listen to the episode, and I'm just like, "Hey, you're you're a little echoey. I, I don't I don't I I don't like it. I can't like it. I can't like it. We never did a mic check. So the cheaper mics you have to have facing a certain way, but this mic, you got to talk like like all up on it. Like like it's all, you're, you look like a radio person right now. Like just just right on it. It's pretty cool. Are you posing right now? Hold on, let me take a I, I don't know what I'm doing. You're not, well, we're, we're recording this, but it is what it is. Welcome to episode six of the What the Durf show. I'm What the Durf. She is... I am Noemi. Oh, dot. Oh, Noemi. We have an announcement to make, and she's not even aware of this, and that is on the What the Durf TikTok, we have hit 100,000 followers. Oh, yeah. I and, know that. Yeah, but I'm just saying you didn't know I was going to say that right oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We hit 100,000 followers. It's pretty cool. Um... It doesn't really mean anything. It just means that... It's just cool. There's three digits on there. Three digits with the K. That K just, it just aesthetically, mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing. So we're six episodes into this. We've kind of established what we are. I just got off the phone with my grandmother because today's my birthday, the day of birth. Um, Mom, RIP, I'm sorry that I got stuck. I'm sorry that I got stuck in you. I'm pretty sure that I was, so I was a nine pound baby. I did not know where that was going yeah. until right now. Yeah, my head got stuck right here on the forehead. And I saw pictures of me after. It's almost like my head suctioned and from here up was just purple. It was weird. <laughs> Why? That's not a joke. That's seriously. Wait, it, 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 it unprogrammed. <laughs> I reprogrammed it. What would you <laughs> It's a, it, it came off. Okay, what did you mean to do? I think that's two, uh, B. Try B. B? No, one, A. No, not the one. Just go. There it is. There it is. It's A. So we learned. <laughs> so I got stuck in my mother on the way out because I was a nine pound baby. I was like 26 inches and she oh, had to have an emergency thing. cesarean section. Oh, yeah, the crazy thing. Baby. Yeah, I was a month early and I was too big. My head was this size on a baby body. Dude, you would have been a 15-pounder. Yo, man, could you imagine? I, you would have been a turkey. <laughs> you know what I, I don't get is that how some people, they wear snapbacks, right? You get a snapback, and me, 
I'm onto the last two snap buttons. They're not buttons. The snaps. The last old, two notches. Was you a have snap. a big old noggin. I know. I have coworkers that overlap, and the snapback is like flapping because it's 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 down to the first two. Right. I'm on the last two. Doesn't make any sense. Wow. I have a huge head. Um, so today's my birthday. I was talking to my grandma, and Happy she goes, "Happy birthday, Freddie!" Thank you, Miho. This is the birthday episode. This is the birthday episode, and my grandma says, "I listen to you guys. I have no idea what you guys are talking about." And I go, "Grandma's just nonsense." And I, she's like, "I can't keep up with you." She goes, "Why does that girl not like dolphins?" She goes, first of all, who the hell is she?" <laughs> Dang. She didn't say that, but I said, "Grandma, she's the girl I'm doing the podcast with." And uh, don't get any ideas. She's Noemi, O dot Noemi. She's my friend. And she goes, I have no idea why she doesn't like dolphins. And 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 I can't keep up with you guys. And I said, that's okay, Grandma. She said, I can't like it. I can't like it. But today. That's cool. She's cool. We're thinking of doing. We're going to try out something new. We're going to try out some segments. Because I'm going to run out of stories eventually. I have a bunch, but I'm going to run out eventually. Can I take it from here? Take it from here, Noemi. Okay, this is not about, this episode is not about me. We're going to shift it. Just to see what D does. Press D. No, C. Press C. What does C do? <laughs> I don't know. Yes. that's that's. <laughs> Let's go. What is okay. it? Tell me. Talk to me. So this episode is not about me. It's about you because it's your birthday. Okay. All about you. But you're so, taking control. I'm taking control, but basically I'm going a, I'm to a hit you with a couple of things. Okay. I already know. This segment is called Freddie is Overly Opinionated About Everything. <laughs> you have an opinion on every single thing that we've mean? ever seen come across so far. And I haven't even known you that long. So what's my, what's my job here? You... Just say whatever comes to mind. So this is the segment. This is the segment. I'm gonna say a word to you or a name, and you're gonna you're gonna give me your honest opinion about of it. it. Just whatever Just comes whatever, to my mind. Whatever comes to you. This is this is how we're gonna get into some of the depths of Freddie. Freddie's brain. No, I was gonna say something else. Character. But you, you totally messed it up. You paused. I was trying I, to help you out. I paused for effect. Oh. Freddie the Jet Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get this. Right, let's ready? do this. Are you ready? Let's do this. Come All on. Right. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Um, do so you did like I just, her? Do I like her? Mm. Um, she's all right. I hear all kinds of stuff in the media. I know that her songs are about boys. It's fine. Honestly, go for it. She gets to tell a life of love and lost loves in the form of music. Why does she get judged for that? That's a pretty cool, cool job if you think yeah. about it. All she has to do is get broken up with. She's it's cool. not necessarily broken up with because everybody's going to get their heart broken, but she gets to to sing it in the form of whatever she does. And I don't even know if she does country or pop. I couldn't name one of her songs. Not um, one? I think she's beautiful. She is. She is. And um, I, I, I couldn't name one of her songs, but I don't know <laughs> if this was supposed to take a turn to where... Oh, I do know one of her songs because Imagine Dragons does a cover of that song. What is it? Um, I already know what it is. Tell me the song because I don't remember what it is. Blank Spaces. Blank Space. But I Imagine Dragons does the a cover of it with the transition in the Stand By Me. Um, yeah. Three, two, one. Bing! You said We're going to put the, the deal right here for oh, the yeah. Spotify. Like, um, 
screenshot. I don't know why I just clicked right now. Not for Spotify, for YouTube. Yeah, but YouTube, but it'll have a Spotify stream, screenshot. screenshot. Yeah. You sent it to me and Alyssa. Okay, so that wasn't so bad. I mean, that's Not all I really bad. have to say of Taylor Swift. Are you ready for the next one? So that was easing me into it? Yeah. Okay, go. I want to do it like pop culture-ish. Don't okay. look. I'm not looking. Notes. I can't even see that far. Okay. Okay. Good. Superman. And specifically on Superman being, quote unquote, the best superhero ever. Okay. Who says he's the best superhero ever? I hear it everywhere. The Superman is, is made in DC. A grown-up made Superman, but... It's almost like a three-year-old made this character up. You know what? I'll give it a little more sophistication. Maybe a six-year-old. I do not like Superman as a superhero. It's Why? so stupid. It's like, okay, you, you're making comic. And I assume that he's in the 40s, 50s, 60s that he, he was developed. Right. And you're making a comic. And as you're going along, you ever hear a story from a kid where they're telling a story and it just escalates to like, what are you even talking about anymore? That's Superman. Because the first one in the comic, super strength or something. And then he's got x-ray vision. Then he can shoot laser beams. And he's bulletproof. He's fast. He can fly. He can, he, he, he can do it all. It doesn't make any sense. Right. So he's just, it's too much. They should have given him one superpower. It, to me... You know, this is not about me. To me, it's boring. Like, he's boring. I've seen the movies and how they try to put him on screen. And because he's so strong, he's obviously going to get thrown through buildings. And I can't keep up with the movies. I don't like the movies at all. I don't like any. Henry Cavill, he's a handsome man. Henry Cavill. Cavill, whatever his name is. But I don't like the Superman movies. I couldn't do it. And then I say, hey, this guy, so, you know, in comic book like 92, this isn't a real timeline. This is just in my brain. Comic book 92, someone's like, hey, Jerry, he's got to have a weakness. He can't just be winning every fight. And then first of all, if you're, if he's undefeated in his fights, why would you even go up against him? It's so stupid. How do you have a timeline of that? Yeah. All right. Wolverine, he's made a metal. Magneto is just like, I control you. Bum, 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 <laughs> boom, right there. It's just whatever. But and then he goes, well, let's just make up a green rock and he, and you make weapons out of that and, and it kills them. That's garbage. It's such a stupid superhero. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I just think he's boring. Like It's boring. He's boring to look at. His colors are red and white. Oh, I saw a meme today that I mean, said red and blue. this is uh, transitioning to superheroes from mm -hmm. superheroes. Mm -hmm. Captain America has one star on this chest. Mm -hmm. And they said he. They said they got it wrong. The United States flags, the, the 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 United States of America flag has fifty stars. They got it wrong. He's Captain Puerto Rico because Puerto Rico's <laughs> Captain Puerto Rico. <laughs> got one star in it. Yeah, that makes sense. Actually. Yeah, and That's I can't so unsee it. So Captain no, Puerto Rico. No, I can't unsee it either. All right, let's go next one. All right, ready? Let's do it. Uh. This is a weird one. I don't know if you would have an opinion on it. I might. I might not. The Loch Ness Monster. Um, what are your thoughts? First thing that pops in your mind. They, okay, first of all, why did these, the, the first three things that pop, this is the first segment that we're ever doing of this, and you're like, Taylor Swift, Superman, Loch Ness, Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. I you think your brain to, needs some, some. You You would have to be in my head to know why. Um, so I don't like made up stuff. So let's just say that. The Loch Ness Monster, mermaids, Bigfoot, all that crap. Okay. It's so stupid. 
You're blowing my mind right now. Like, okay. Like, so truly. And, and even do I, do I believe that there might be aliens? Sure. That's a huge universe. Okay. But things that were, are unsure and unclear and how people have opinions and devote their lives to finding them. I, I just, I can't do it. A Loch Ness mm-hmm. monster, Nessie and, and Sasquatch or Bigfoot or, or the chupacabra. I mean, these are all this. It's just, there's real problems. Don't play with the chupacabra. He's real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that there's right now. real problems. Okay. So I think the Loch Ness monster does exist. Okay. Let's see. That's already too much for my life right now. I know. I that's can tell crazy. in your eyes. I would never devote my life to finding it. I just like the idea that it might be true. Not that I see, think. Actually, that's the better way to say see, it. See, this is me. This is me. If I'm talking to somebody, this has nothing to do with you. I'm not revealing any, any information about Noemi, okay? But if I'm talking to somebody and they're like, hey, I believe in Loch Ness Monster. I, didn't I go, Loch Ness Monster, your credit score is 580. Loch Ness Monster, you live with your parents. Loch Ness Monster... You're overweight. Loch Ness Monster, you have bad body odor. It's like, just take care of the things that you can take care of and stop giving, giving opinions about things that, that don't matter. Or, or you can't even prove it are true. doesn't make any sense. I thought you weren't going to say anything personal about me. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Whatever. Anyways. Was that it? Um, no. I just don't think those connect. Because... I'm saying about the Loch Ness Monster. When do you ever hear me talking about it? Never. When I, 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 never. After this podcast, I never want it brought up again. <laughs> I can't. Okay. Paper plates. Paper plates? Yeah. Legit, dude. Legit? Legit. I don't like them. Yeah, you double up on them. But paper plates, after, after you're done eating a dinner and it's time for cleanup and you just get to throw everything away, what do, what do I do when there's a mess? I look for the things that I could throw away first. I look for the garbage. Right. And if you're done eating and everything's garbage, KO. That's it. That's, That's a wrap. It. Where's dessert? I guess I just don't like how flimsy they are. Give me my it um, depends choco on, taco. It depends on the paper plate. Like You know those plain white ones that have the little ridges on it? I don't like those. They soak up the grease, but if you go to um, Costco and you get the purple and green ones, with the, the edges are purple and green. I think they're not yeah, even Kirkland the, brand. Um, no, it's, um, oh, there's, I have, I, those are the ones that I buy. I buy right. them from Target though. And sometimes they're like, they have little flowers on the ridges or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Those are cool. Those are nice and sturdy. So you like them. Paper plates, good. Paper plates are cool. Plastic forks, all that's good. Um, I like a good napkin. I like a, a good napkin because I use a lot. You want to know something funny? Tell me something funny. Um, that in other places, the paper plates or plastic plates and plastic spoons and cutlery and stuff is like a, how dare you? We're supposed to be going green. But in California, it's resourceful because we're conserving water because we won't wash them. So we won't use up water. Yeah. And. So it's different. If you're, re- if you're washing the plastic forks, you use them a couple t- different times. Then That's the thing. Uh, yeah, Mexican people you or can Hispanic do that. people in general. We like to wash. I'm getting tired of my glasses. I didn't mean to wear my glasses. You know, what's funny is that I think I look better without my glasses. So I'm not really a vain person. But if I'm going to take a picture, I'm just like, I immediately know to take off my glasses. Really? And 
part of me gets self-conscious about that. But then I think about girls that put their hand on their hip with their elbow out, with the foot out. Or, or the girls when, it, when you're ready to take a picture. Uh-huh. Or the girls that, that lean in with their, their hands crossed in front of them. <laughs> yeah. And they have their head tilted up a little bit with a sideways smile. Right. That's their pose. And it's funny. It's funny when... So when you take one picture and it looks like an album cover of a 90s rock like album, mm-hmm. that's cool. But if you go to Selena's 28th birthday party and Nora's in the corner just taking pictures of everything... You know, these are uh, fictional people, by the way. I didn't go to a Selena's birthday party. I don't know Selena, I don't think. Um, oh, I do know Selena. Uh, the one at Starbucks. My bad. Hey, Sal. Bye. Um, hey, Sal. Bye. <laughs> and then Nora's taking pictures of everybody. And then they post it on Facebook. And there's that one aunt that's just doing the same pose in every picture. That's when it's just a bit, it's a bit much. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're a Photoshop because your your arms are crossed, your hips popped, or you know I, I don't know what that is. So I don't get <laughs> self conscious about the glasses thing because I'm just like you girls do it too, you girls do it too. You all know your angles. Do you guys practice that with the selfie or do you practice in the mirror? I've never. Or do you just take pictures, mirror. see what it looks like? You're like I'm doing that. That works. I guess. What do you mean you guess? I've never practiced. Then how do you girls just do it? I don't do that pose. Everybody poses. Oh, no. I'm saying we'll the pose. We'll put pictures that, up here, too. I'm saying the pose that you said. Okay, but you pop your hip, right? No, I don't. Do you put a, a foot forward? We're going to look at pictures. And we Maybe. might even put pictures of Noemi up here on no. the YouTube channel. And if you don't follow us on YouTube, and I know we're behind on the videos if you do listen to this on Spotify. Um, it takes a long time. It does take a long time. And the goal is to have like, let's just say 25 episodes in and we have 15 episodes on on YouTube and then someone finds us and they see, oh, they have all this content, that it's for them. If you're with us from day one, bear with us. I mean, we're doing this for you. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing this for you. Yeah, Yeah, I I, I don't know where I was before, uh, the Uh, glasses thing. We're talking about paper plates. Um, um, I don't remember. Oh, you paused to say you want to take your glasses off. Yes. I think you look the same with your glasses on and off. I can't like them. You can't like them? You don't like them at all? I don't like them at all. Oh, what? but check this out. I, I don't like contacts, though, so check this out. <laughs> all right. If you wear glasses, stop buying them at optometrists. Stop buying them up at optometrists. I oh, go over there. this is a PSA. There. This is a PSA. I go to go get my eyes checked. Um... And this isn't a diss against optometrists. You guys probably went to school, built up businesses, but your job don't look that hard. It doesn't look that hard. I I work with tools. And once you learn what a tool does, you can perfect that. Um, I go see the doctor, all the females, which it's always females at a doctor's office, at 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 an eye doctor's office. That are, look at the balloon, you're going to feel some pressure, look at the blue light, mm-hmm. all that stuff. I got bad, I have bad eyes, so I had to get um, images with the dye inputted in me, and I get nauseous every time. So stupid. But it's always females that do that. The doctor comes in, he says, follow the light, one or two, one or two, better or worse, or kind of the same. That's it. 
And then he goes, here's your prescription. Go see another lady I have working for me, and they'll help you out. You see the doctor for like 5% of the visit. With that being said, get your prescription. If you have insurance, you don't pay for a visit. Ask for that printout and get your glasses online. Stop buying them from the optometrist. They're going to have to transition into something else because I go on a website called Zlul, and this isn't a plug. This is a free plug because this is what I use. Zlul, I buy the glasses. You can um, take a picture of your face and fit them on your face. And if you don't like them, when they do come in, you can, t- you can return them. And I have three pairs of glasses, one for work, one backup, and then one that I just bought for going out. And I've spent $96. On all three. All three total. Nice. The one for work are transition lenses. Scratch proof. Mm. UV. What? So it's got all the additions to it, $96. Granted that they are made from China. They take about two weeks to get here, ship to your house. I'm not sure what kind of legal packaging or stuff happens overseas <laughs> or who's making them. Um, but I'll do the American thing and turn my head. Wow. Gonna- <laughs> so Noemi's segment's done. I'm going to try one. I'm going to try one. Um, I don't know any sounds for a transition. So like that. Go. I don't know. B. It's going to be deal breakers, all right? So what deal breakers is, is I'm going to give Noemi a scenario, and she's going to tell me if it's too far or too much, if uh, it would be a deal breaker, and she just wouldn't call that dude back. And, yeah, and I went to Cosmopolitan, and there's a bunch of, you know, kind of silly deal breakers, and I thought of some of my own, which are from my own brain, so they're a little bit far-fetched. And I'm just going to start. Just I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go, all right? I got it. All right. Yes. You go on a first date, and... You find out that this dude posts on Instagram. Okay. All right. He doesn't post anything crazy. Mm-hmm. But for every post, he has 92 hashtags. No. Automatic, automatic no. Why? And I can't with the hashtags. Especially when they're like motivational hashtags. Like why? Okay. I can't. Nope. Mm-mm. So maybe, what, what's maybe, a what's a good four, four hashtags? Maybe four. Because yeah. in some of my Instagram posts, I have about seven. That's fine. Seven, eight. But most of yours are silly. Okay, That's I'll put different. hashtags that don't is make he, sense. Wait, okay, so is is he being silly? No, he puts everything that pertains to them. That Hasht- one. He put. Does he put hashtag blessed? Hashtag love. Hashtag blessed. No. Hasht- no. Mm-hmm. No. All right. I thought that but was a silly. Day. I thought I didn't. Man, maybe Cosmopolitan's onto something. Yeah, maybe Cosmopolitan knows women. Okay, all right. Let's go back to Instagram. Got it. Go. All right, this guy's name is Jacoby. Okay. Right. Just for automatically, I wouldn't have gone on a date. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Jacoby's a deal breaker, and so is the ninety-two hashtags. Yeah. All right, so third scenario. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Once again on Instagram. All right, this guy's name is Dave. Okay. Please don't tell me that's a deal breaker, too. No. Okay, so Dave, um, he has an Instagram. He has 172 followers. Okay. And under his name, it says public figure. No. (laughs) Absolutely not. Public figure? 100 and something. Yeah. I have a... I got another. I got another follower. Okay. Okay. Let's go deeper. Let's go deeper. She laughed at that. But what if? 
what if uh, he started hashtag? It, it does. Uh, he looks like um, he looks like Mark Ruffalo. I don't mean to be. He looks shallow. like Mark Ruffalo. Okay, and Mark Ruffalo comes up. He's not an actor, and he says he has 172 followers. It says public figure, but he tells you he just started his Instagram three months ago, and most of it are motivational memes that he creates. Yeah, that's gonna be a no. Just a, a hard no. I know. All right. These are, this, so I this is Cosmopolitan. Only, I would only date Mark Ruffalo if he was Mark Ruffalo. It's, it's crazy at Cosmopolitan. Most of the deal breakers have to do with social media. I'm just like, are we just worried about what their, their status is on social media? Also, because that's like the thing right now. Everybody has social media. Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> deal breaker or no? Okay. 100% of the time, after they take a drink or something, they go, uh uh. <laughs> Ew. No. Deal breaker. Man. <laughs> really? So gross. It's funny because none of these are, are besides Jacoby, because I wouldn't date a Jacoby. Okay, can I do it? Can I do a 180 on you? Hold on. Let me do um three more. Three more because I have okay. some. Okay. Hopefully I don't okay. forget. Hopefully I don't forget. So you go out with this dude named um Steve. Okay. And he this one this one is out of my brain. And you, you go out to the sushi. Steve looks like Henry Cavill. Oh, okay. 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 And he is 100% your ideal man. Okay. And you go out to sushi. Mm. He breaks apart the chopsticks. He rolls them you know, under the table with his hands to get all the splinters off. Right. He gets his uh, table napkin and like, Fuck! puts it on his lap. Okay. Right. He orders an assortment of sushi. I have my sushi. eyes closed because I'm visualizing. All right. Um, it's not like anybody's going to wonder why you have your eyes closed. No, I'm, just, I'm just telling you. I'm just, I'm just telling you. All right, he has an assortment of sushi, meaning he ordered a bunch of sushi so they can bring out, you know, one of those boat trays. Right. And you could just pick off anything. Got it. All right, he's mixing his sauces just the way you like. Ooh, okay. Every time he grabs a piece of sushi, mm. he smells it, uh-huh. touches his forehead, what? and then puts it in his mouth. Not a deal breaker. Not a deal breaker. No, not if he looks like Henry Cavill. Uh, now I'm saying it like you say it. So what would you think if he touches his forehead with the sushi? Um, <laughs> I don't know. What I if he says that his grandmother passed away and his grandmother lives in his mind and she, he wants her to have the first bite of every piece of sushi that he has? But he looks like Henry Cavill. <laughs> Just tell me. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Henry Cavill... Could have had any of the previous uh, deal breaker suggestions, and she would have said, "But does he look like Henry Cavill?" <laughs> yeah, like no lie. Oh, yeah, he, big, he looks like Henry Cavill. Big guy with the beautiful smile. Yes. Then the, no deal and breaker. The, and the kind eyes. No deal breaker. Does he talk like him too? Uh, he talks like him too. Yeah, that's not a deal breaker then. It's not a deal breaker. Mm-mm. I would I would suggest that he goes to like therapy. You know. <laughs> I'd just be like, let me help you out, baby. I'll pay for the first session. All right, all right. He looks like Henry C- Cavill. 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 Not only does he not like Harry Potter. Okay. He has, he's an activist to suppress Harry Potter fans. Um, not, not, a, not a deal breaker. Not a deal breaker. No, because I'm still your friend and you don't, want, you don't like Harry Potter. 
I just yeah. It's you t- want nothing to do with it. All right, give, shoot shoot me a couple. Go. Okay, just one. Just FYI, if you heard the bird story, it takes a lot for me to have a deal breaker. Oh wait. Let's do it. No, I forgot already. You forgot the deal breaker. Yeah, and it was a good one too. Mm. What was the What was the one that you said when I was like, "Ooh, I have one." Um, with the uh, 172 followers, and he's a public figure. And then before that, I said his name is Jacoby. Hmm. Is yeah. what it is. No, I forgot. All right. Well, I that's. Knew, I knew I was going to forget. That's the end of the deal breaker segment, and I don't know why I'm like putting my face all up against this mic like this. And he moves a certain. And I he, move. I okay, move my head. this new mic. You guys have to go watch the YouTube video. Yeah. This new mic is making Freddie act different. It's getting to my head. It's getting to your head a little bit just because you spent like a hundred and some dollars. One hundred and thirty nine dollars in this mic, and that's not even an expensive one. That's expensive to me because it's a mic. It's 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 a it doesn't there's go like to six hundred dollar ones. Huh? Yeah, there's six hundred dollar ones. The one. Yeah, the, this one's you know. making you act up. <laughs> you know what it is too is because I can finally hear the good sound quality. Yeah. I think I think that's the And then the, I can hear my voice. Because I've been hearing this from the beginning. Your voice sounds better um with yeah. that mic. But this is what I've been listening to the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. This is pretty awesome. So those are the segments that we're gonna start doing and we're going to try to think we of a couple a more. Others. We yeah. have a few others. Yeah. Um, one of them is called Noemi Doesn't Know, and that's going to be in episode seven. Because I have it pulled up right here, but I wanted to do that deal breakers first. And just, just I'm going to have to close this tab and, and go from there. That one's fun. I like so the deal breakers one. Before we get into the Vatda, I do have to say that we do have a loss in the family of What the Durf. What do you mean? I, lo- I lost a family member. Oh, yes. Yeah. So my great grandmother passed away at the age of ninety-seven, and she I'm didn't. Sorry, she wasn't sick. She just she just died. Like her body just got tired. And that was it. She yeah. was ninety-seven, and you know I I don't I didn't get sad. I, I was sad. I was a little sad. I was, but you know you just accept that it's 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 part of life. She lived a long, good life. She saw a lot of her family members just flourish. And you're kind of happy for her. And you look you look at it and you're just like, man, she got to live a full life. And how can you be sad at that? I don't think she'd want us to be sad. So with that, I do have to tell a story about my great-grandmother. And this story is... I know I said I wasn't going to tell a story, but I wanted to bring up my great grandmother, and I had to think about how am I going to how am I going to just leave the stamp on Hey, great grandma, I love you. How about telling that one time, you know, you were embarrassed beyond measure, and this is coming after I thought Lainey Bryant sold clothes underneath a size fourteen. That's in episode five. So, <laughs> if you're Latino. I don't know if it's like this with any other cultures or ethnicities because I'm only known how to be Latino is what it is. Right. That's my life. Yeah. You know, family's scattered. But whenever family comes down, the first night, you're usually staying up till three in the morning. 
three, four in the morning. Swapping war stories. Just bringing up, talking about the same stories that happened 10 years ago that you talked about last year and the year before, but you talk about it and you and laugh. You laugh at all the same things. You laugh at all the same things. And what it is, you're just happy that everybody's in the same room together. And it's usually a round table that can only seat four, but you just, there's like six people there, four are sitting. No, there's eight people there. Four are sitting on the dining room chairs. Then you have some fold out chairs and there's not enough of those. So someone's just sitting on a step stool. You know, everybody's just chilling, trying to just be next to each other. And everybody's just telling war stories, all right? And, you know, the uncles are just like, you still owe me that $25 from like 60 years ago. You know, not 60, but it was when they were 20 or whatever. That actually does ha- did happen. <laughs> my Uncle Tony brings up that my Uncle Hector owes him $25. What? I, every I don't time? Know, every time? Like, it comes up. And sometimes it, it rubs somebody the wrong way. And then it's an argument. Yeah, and people have suggested, like, I'll pay it. And it's like, that's not the point. He still owes me. <laughs> oh, my God. I think he probably just likes to have that conversation. Yeah, it's funny. Point. It's yeah. something to talk about. Yeah. Um, it's funny. So the next morning, pans are moving. Things are clanking. You know, you fall asleep. You know, you go from the kitchen table. You move to the living room and you watch an old movie, maybe even a scary movie like Insidious. And everybody's watching it. I've seen this before. And you fall asleep on the the living room couches on the floor. And you wake up to the clanging. You wake up to the it's a winter day because it's in the holidays. But for whatever reason, it's just warm in that house because honestly, it's grandma's house. And she keeps it at like 98 degrees in the summer. And it's it's always hot. Grandma. You know. Turn on the AC. At least 82. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so you're in there. You hear the pots clanging. You smell the, the chorizo or the, the, the papas, you know, the potatoes. And you smell the grease and you smell the eggs. And you hear Spanish talking. And everybody just kind of gradually. You fell asleep at 3, 4 in the morning. And you're up at 10 o'clock. It's not enough sleep. Maybe even 9 o'clock. And everybody's kind of just gravitating like zombies to the kitchen table. And you go to the kitchen table and no one's saying a word. And the females are bringing you coffee with cinnamon sticks because the coffee pots had cinnamon sticks inside the, the filter with the coffee grounds. And that's how you make Mexican coffee. And everybody's just you know, just waking up and people are there. So finally, the, the, the table... This is this is leading into what happened. So the table's full of the family members. It's me, my uncle, my aunt. My uncle and aunt, they're from Texas. Um, my two cousins, they're also from Texas. They're kids. My great-grandma, my grandma. And I don't believe... I think my brother was there too. So we're chilling. It's, it's in the morning and food's still cooking. And my grandma's cooking. One of my cousins helped my grandma. And then my grandma sits down. So we're all sitting at the table. Things are get, things getting ready. I believe we already ate. Or, or we're eating. One of those, you know, picture, whatever you want to picture in your brain, that's what's happening. Are they cooking? Sure. Are they eating? Sure. Did they already eat? Sure. That's not part of the story. (laughs) All right. So we're all chilling. And I noticed my great grandma. um, At this point, she was about 90 years old. Maybe no younger than that. Maybe 88 years old. It's weird to say younger than that. 88 years old. Um, And I noticed that she gets... She gets her hair did. And it's it's common knowledge that the older you get, the more sparse your hair gets. So it looks a little sparse, but it also looks like she got like a perm or whatever females do. She got it dyed because it looked like champagne white. Mm-hmm. She looked like she tried and got did up. And I respected that. 
And I'm like, my grandma put some effort, my great grandma put some effort into looking like this for Christmas. And I thought, I got to compliment her. You got to tell her she's looking good. I got to tell this female. Oh, BT Dubs, my grandma only speaks Espanol. She only speaks Spanish. But it's weird because I always knew what she was talking about. Whenever she'd be on the couch, all I'd hear is this. <laughs> and for whatever so reason you would, you would you would hear her saying mijo and yeah then, and then she'd favor, say all please. this stuff in spanish but then i'd say stuff like oh you want the heated blanket grandma and then i'd walk away to go get the heated blanket and i'm just like what how did i know she said that you guys were connected she was, we were connected bro man um <laughs> so she speaks Spanish. So I, I'm just like, I want to tell her that, but I don't want to be like, hey, grandma, tell her her hair looks nice. So I, I, I elbow my aunt, my aunt, my tia, tia Patsy. You know what? She's tia pata right now. She's, he's angry right now. Tia pata. Pata means what? Pig's foot? Foot? No, it just means foot. Whatever. Like animal foot. So I, I say, hey, and I, I elbow her, her arm. You know, on her bicep because she's sitting next to me. And the thing is, this could have went so many different ways if somebody else was sitting next to me. You know, like this was set up perfectly for me to fail. Okay? Is she like a jokester? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's my favorite. She type. hid in a closet the... for 45 minutes to scare my brother That's in Texas. Aw- oh, she's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. My brother said he was so scared. This is his story to tell, but he's told me it a few times that he couldn't even scream. Because he was already thinking crazy things. And then she does that. You know, this is like a year and a half after my mom dies. So who knows what kind of trauma he was going through. Oh, no. (laughs) He goes, I don't know how traumatized this kid is. This kid is going to scare the crap out of him. She's a G. All right. I'm not sure. So I say. Hilarious. As I hit the Apatsy. How do you say? I like your hair, Grandma. In Spanish. And she says, without missing a beat, Me gusta tu pelos. <laughs> so I, I'm, I say confidently, I get up. You know, if, if I had a, a, a blazer on, I would have grabbed the lapels and pulled them forward. Maybe even tightened up the tie. <laughs> but I was probably wearing Spider-Man pajama pants and a white t-shirt. And... Um, <laughs> You're done. Because it's grandma's house. You know, you want you always want to feel eight years old when you're at grandma's house. Right. Um and I look at my great grandma and I say, Abuelita Grande. That doesn't mean great grandma. But it was just a joke for me. I say Abuelita Grande. What that means is that means big grandma. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It does. And I go, Me gusta tu pelos. my grandma you know what backtrack to whether we were eating or not we were eating because my grandma was cleaning her mouth with a napkin and she goes ay cabron (laughs) (laughs) can't laugh normally because my my lost her voice my uncle looks at me he goes dude and then none of no one else speaks Spanish my cousin kind of like gets it and she's just like looking at me and my aunt starts laughing 
and I'm trying to ask her what I what did I just tell my great grandma? What did your grandma say? My abuelita. After? Oh, after I told my grandma this, after I told my grandma this, I said, and she freaked out. Abuelita grande. No, I told my great grandma this, and I go, abuelita grande, me gusta tu pelos, and she goes, gracias hijo. <laughs> she she was this idiot. She said. She said, this idiot, whatever. He tried. That's it. She knew what I meant. Remember? Because that connection. She knew what you She meant. knew I was a pendejo. But she knew you got played by your tia. Yes. But she goes, gracias, hijo. And I go, what did I say? And my aunt's laughing. And I look at my uncle and he goes, dude, you just told your grandma you like her pubes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You said it plural. Pelos. Oh. It's pelo. So you could, she could have been like. Basically, like, I like your armpit hair. Anything. It was, it, as it, good just, as, it was as good as that. It was good as that. So that's that's what that ends up meaning. Like, translated directly, pelo <laughs> means hair, hair strand. Pelos is usually the slang terminology for, pelos. you know, pelos. Like, your under hair or the, the armpit hair or whatever. <laughs> and I know that's not, that's not the, the greatest oh, story to put work. on there. I said, hey, Fred, I thought this was a PG Don't podcast. Work. Well. You're talking to your grandma. My great grandma just died. And that's the best story I got of her. Well, that's funny. <laughs> Sounds great. Okay, so after that lovely story about my abuelita grande, RIP, and um, that congratulations about that long, loving life, we're going to get into... Verse of the day! Dude! Dude! So good. That's so good! <laughs> Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Okay. I'm not even editing this out. We're just doing this again because we thought of this before and we're just like, dude, okay. We're going to get into. Oh, wait. Hold on. We're going to get into. Verse of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Jagada has to have a sense of humor, huh? He does. Do you? I I mean. If you read the Bible, there's humor all over it. There's humor in it. Yeah. And like, do you think that oh, the, the last story I just told? Do you think that he got a little bit of a chuckle out of that? Yeah. Well, he gave your your aunt her sense of humor. You know, and I think there's a fine balance for everything. So finding that medium, that yeah. that middle. Yeah. You know, because definitely because God made humor just like He made um, warriors. Right. Right. So, so and there just were, like he has emotions. So check too. this out. Yeah, because God made warriors, and there he made people that specialized in killing in battle. Right. Like legit, there were good warriors and emotions and anger and and humor. And because they say everything comes from God, except for like the bad stuff that the devil does. So humor, I think that comes straight from God. I think that's what saves us from a lot of pain also and i'm just turning around it feels like god is the sweet spot of life like god is like the balance god is the the um, you know be do not do not be discouraged or dismayed be strong and courageous yeah but at the same time be humble you, you know yeah and I, I um i saw something or i read something in the the last book that we did for maximize manhood it said any man that is confident in his strengths can lead with softness and kindness, hmm. genuine softness and kindness. Because usually when you're not confident about yourself, you start talking about 
how tough you are. Mm. You start talking about what you would do in situations, or you try to make yourself bigger than what you perceive the situation is. You try to make yourself the bigger person in that room when the only person it matters to is you and your insecurities. So when you're confident about your strengths, you can afford to be kind and soft. It's, it's okay, and a good example of this um, is Scott Savage. This is a shout-out for Scott Savage Jiu-Jitsu in Los Banos. He's a black belt. I think by now he's a four-striper. He's a four-striper. Like if you're not a four-striper and that's disrespectful, I believe the last time I rolled with him, he's a three-striper. But he's a black belt for sure. Okay. Okay? And he is so, like, soft-tempered. Like, he's soft-spoken. Yeah, he's like he's, a really, he's a really kind guy. and genuine. Yeah. And he goes to our church, mm-hmm. you know, every now and then. And I see him. Him and yeah. his family. I was going to say that that name sounds familiar, but I I babysat for them a couple of times. And um, so he's kind, and kind enough to wear to wear. Hey Scott, I, it's a hundred dollars a month for unlimited. I, I can only afford eighty. Give me what you got, and we'll go from there. And really nice. you gave him the money. He would say, "Give me what you feel you owe me." And he never counted it. Wow. That's genuine as heck. Yeah. How many guys, how many people do you know like that? I mean, other yeah. than, you know, some of our pastoral staff. You know, this dude. And so when I say that, you know how soft he was? He didn't have to be hard. Because he knew his strengths. Right. Because when he rolled with you, he would say, because it's Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you have your gi. Get what grips you feel comfortable so he's giving you an advantage. You get your grips. And then he would just smash you. <laughs> smash you. Yeah. And then look you in the eye. He would roll with his glasses on sometimes with the white belts. Yeah. Yeah. And he'd look you in the eye and he goes, are you okay? And I, and you know, like two seconds ago, you're <laughs> like legit choking. Right. And then you get up. He's like, are you okay? And you don't want to sound like, like weak. And you're just like, yeah, I'm good. But inside you're like, <laughs> Crying like a little girl. If if anybody suffers from big man syndrome or alpha dog syndrome or needing to be the best or just needs to be humbled, go do jujitsu. Go do jujitsu and get choked out hundreds of times. Find out how weak you really are. Get beaten down and broken down to the point where you are teachable mm-hmm. and then you get to be built up from there. And it keeps you humble. You learn some stuff. You learn new strengths. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Scott Savage, it's crazy how his last name is Savage because he's Savage. Yeah, he's a real one. I know we went on a, a, a yeah, tangent right there. Tom Hardy. Yeah, Tom Hardy. But, but the thing is, is that kindness thing. Yeah. Like, that's just a huge thing right there. You know, yeah. it'd be crazy if that leads into what your verse of the day is. So the I verse of the at, day. I thought it was, it was, it was, it's along the lines. And I was like, did you read it? And I was like, I don't think No, so it. Noemi said she wanted to pick this one. And I'm going to read it, but she gave me the verse that don't read it. So I'm going to read it right now and we're going to go from there. So go for it. So now we're going to get into verse of the day. <laughs> if the you guys, way that you say it, if I anybody's can't. annoyed right now, um, 
Too bad. Too bad. Sorry. It's it's his birthday. He can do what he wants. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, Freddie. And um, this is Proverbs nineteen twenty one. This is the New International Version. NIV. NIV, baby. And it says, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. It's so simple. Mm-hmm. That means it doesn't matter what our agenda is. And I'll say really quick, you can Tom Hardy me at any time. No, go ahead. This is your verse. Go ahead. Real quick. Um, I like this one because when I was like not in church anymore, I had a lot of people that were praying for me mm-hmm. to like to come back. And yeah. um, my mom, my sister, like just um, even I'm pretty sure Pastor Susan too. She always, well, she would give me advice whenever I did see her. But um, I had my own plans. I was like, I'm not going back to church. I'm not going to. You know, I'll do all that stuff that I that I grew up doing. Um, okay. And I had my own plans. I had my own agenda. This is the way I wanted my life to be. And God kept redirecting me. There was so many signs. There's so many um, roadblocks. Okay, so let's just um, in like two words. You're in church now. Would you yeah. be? Would you rather be anywhere else? No. Okay, so in that moment when you're feeling that. What emotions did you feel? Just real quick, just like two words. Mm. Because you obviously are happy now, but what emotion kept you from... From church? Yeah. I have three. Um, Anger. Okay. Resentment. Okay. And... um, Shame? Yeah. I don't know why that was so hard to say, but yeah, shame. Yeah, she she was going to say it. She didn't forget it. She knew it. Yeah. Okay, so you you kept getting redirected back to church. Yeah. I kept not church specifically. I kept getting redirected to him. To God. So to God. Okay. Um it's almost like he's like, dude, I have a plan for you. Yeah. You're not going the way that I that I need you to go. And there I don't want to give get into specifics because then it'll be too long, but we can maybe get into it another time, but yeah, that verse is so true, and it makes sense because everything that God says is true. There's nothing that He can say that's not true because it just happens. We've talked about that before, but everything kept curving me back, and I think it's those prayers that my my sister would one day would do the 21 days of prayer and fasting. She would put it on the cards on the card you for me. Yeah, yeah for I my, read it one for time. My other because I was going to church in 2018. Um, first service at our church was on Easter and the church looked a lot different back then. Yeah. There's different people. That's the the start of the merger. And I'm just like, Oh, it's got a nice wooden background. That looks pretty cool. <laughs> you know, that, 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 that's, that's what I thought. She's laughing. I think at the voice that I just did right now, what are you doing? <laughs> that's legit. What I thought. I don't want to start coughing. Oh, she doesn't want to cough right now. That voice gets her every time. And I'm just going to keep talking. So you can't see her. I can see her right now. But I came in 2018 and I saw those cards because it was 21 uh, days of prayer in January and in August. And what that is, every every day for 21 days, the whole church is invited to go pray 
at six o'clock in the church um, just to intercede because the church is the house of prayer. It was on in January, right? Yeah, one in January, one first no, week, of, first beginning of January, beginning of August. The one where you said where you saw like my name on it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that time it was crazy because I had a job, I had all this stuff. Within those twenty-one days of prayer, and my sister told me, I told her to pray for me and for my relationship, the current relationship I was in. Yeah, she didn't specifically say. I didn't specifically say like to save it. I just said I don't know what to do. Within the, those twenty-one days of prayer, I lost my job, and a bunch of crazy stuff happened where okay. I was left like, "What am I gonna do?" And okay. I feel like that was another sign, like, get out of there. Get okay. out of there because I don't want you there. Where? And in the relationship I was in. And to me, that was kind of like us. Now I see it as a sign of there's worse to come. So either you leave now or you continue to be stubborn. And it's gonna get. It's not going to get better because even though that person didn't say don't go to church, that was what was keeping me from church and from my relationship with God because everything I did was centered around Him. And and it almost feels like home. It feels natural. It feels like uh, like uh, the source of life, yeah. the source of, of belonging and being. And it isn't yeah. it isn't this this facade. It's not. See, I do understand that the church does have um, incidences where I mean, it's in the news where. It can it can it can be tainted and jaded because of because of human error. Right. All right. But if you're in righteousness and if you're in godliness, then it almost seems you're in a state of uh, a natural state of what you're supposed to be or where you're where you need to be. Because right now you're you're a teacher for the school and that job wasn't given to you because of you had a job. It wasn't. It wasn't pity. It wasn't. Oh, she can use a break or. Right. I feel when when you said you got that job as the teacher. Mm. Oh, that makes sense. It it, mm. it seems like that's in her element. Huh. Yeah. And then I go inside your classroom, <laughs> and it looks like a unicorn threw up in there. It's just everything's it's my decorated, and <laughs> it, it, she belongs there. She's an elementary school teacher for Thank a private you. school, and Thank you. and. It, it, as long as we keep the right path and as long as you keep the right path and yeah. then everything. And as long as you surrender okay. to what he wants, because I fully surrendered to what God wanted instead of, uh, of well, this is how I want my life to be. And it's scary to hand over the, that's what we learn in, in freedom. Again, yeah. always referring back to freedom. When we hand over the power and the control, because we think we have control, we really don't. And that's what that scripture is saying. Yeah. We actually, we think we do, and we like to pretend like we do, but we don't. We don't have control. And we can choose to walk away from God. He doesn't, he doesn't force you to stay anywhere. But your life is, is not going to be, you know. Fulfilling. Fulfilling, yeah. Or even exactly. used. Exactly. Because correctly. it's never going to be perfect. But, um, yeah, once I surrendered myself, to, and it's crazy because I got the job and I moved in the same week. I never had to commute to that job because I didn't yeah. live in town. It's almost I like I lived somewhere else. So now you're you're set up for success. Yeah. And it's up to you to and nurture it, that egg. And anybody could be like, it was so like crazy. Like it it, it was a coincidence. It wasn't coincidence. It was no. God that had a plan for me. Everything was, was like just timing. 
Yeah. Timing. Yeah. So. And I feel very blessed. For many that. are the plans in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. So many are the plans in a person's heart. So it doesn't say that that those that person's plans aren't going to come into fruition. Right. You might plan to be a millionaire, mm-hmm. and you're going to be a millionaire, but it's the Lord's purpose Ooh, yeah. that prevails. Yeah. So your plans might be, be part. It, your plans might be part of your your um, heart, but God's purpose is going to prevail with or without you being used. Because Ooh. if you seek after yeah. your own heart, then you're seeking after the world. You seek after the world. You're seeking after that which has, um, that is limited, that has death, that has an end, that has a detriment, that mm. will no longer exist. Yeah. You seek after God's purpose, then you'll be used in his purpose. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't say that, that you can have your own plans, but God's going to use you for whatever. So for his purpose. No, he just says you can have your own plans, but God's purpose is going to prevail. It's going to win no matter what. So yeah. it's up to you if you want to be on this team or not. Yeah. Like this is the winning team. is undefeated, yeah. and it's up to you. Yeah, because I said no to God so many times. I, I kept turning away, and I kept going down the path. I never had to worry about, I mean, I don't know if this is too much TMI, but I never had to worry about money before. Yeah. I never had to think about it. I never had to worry and now I do. And that's okay. It's okay. But I lived that life and it was so lonely. It was so unfulfilling. It was so, my days were just days. They were just a blur. Okay. And, and, and I, I know these are your emotions. Yeah. But we don't want to get into into anything that would. See, because you come from a relationship no, that, that has you nothing, loved. That has nothing to do with him. I'm saying me, myself. With you. Okay. My personal self. I, I was living day by day. I was doing things I liked. I did whatever I wanted. There was no fulfillment in that. I'm not talking about the relationship. Okay. I'm talking okay. just, yeah, I know I wasn't going in that direction. Okay, just just making sure, because we're, we're not here to, because she came from one thing, I came from another thing, and... and no. And, 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 and I, I mean... If we wanted to, we could just be like, oh, this, I, this, 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 yeah, and this, no, but and then him, it'll be our own, unbi- or our own biased opinion about everything, and it's just, yeah. that's not what we're No, and him do. and I are not enemies, but I'm saying in my personal self, yeah. it was that way. That way. So check this out. So God is the source of life. God's purpose is going to prevail. Mm-hmm. And if you seek after your own purpose... If you seek after your own purpose of your own heart, that which dies, that which has end, that which will not prevail, then you remove yourself from your source of life. And the moment you remove yourself from the source of life, you begin to die. You begin to die spiritually. You can come home on Valentine's Day with... You know, three dozen roses. Mm -hmm. And though they seem full of life, they have scent, they have beauty, they have meaning, they have purpose. They give off this moment of shock and joy. The moment they were cut to be given as a gift, they began to die. Mm -hmm. Regardless of how vibrant and how full of life they seemed. Yeah. So that which is removed from God can look beautiful. Yeah. 
it has it has the potential to to please it has the potential to give off a sense of happiness and and it could stay looking like that for a while if you take care of it it can but nevertheless it will die it will yeah and once i i learned that a while ago and that that's a an analogy that that i don't remember where i heard it from but i heard that and i just that makes so much sense mm-hmm. it really does so many are the plans in a person's heart but it's the lord's purpose that prevails and if you trust in god's purpose then you you're not going to have anything to fear mm-hmm. And I want to end on this. I didn't know this verse, and that was a good verse. But I I said this to somebody, and and this is going to be the third time that I've said this in possibly the last week, and it just came up as a thought the first time I said it a week ago. And I feel like like it's going to come out fine-tuned right now. And that is... When you focus on God's purpose and promise, you will not be deterred. You will have a confidence, a strength, the courage to persist without exception. What do you mean? If you focus on the purpose, if you focus on the promise, and there's promises all over the Bible. I believe I read on Google that there's 6,000 promises, mm. you know, indirectly, directly. Mm. Um, the reason why I brought up Joshua 1.9 is that's my promise. That's a promise to me right now. Um, have I not told you be strong, courageous, not be um, discouraged or dismayed, for I am with you wherever you go. That's my promise right now. And there's so many that you can get. But as long as you focus on God's promise, you will not be deterred. We just did a Spartan race a month ago, mm. August 13th or yeah. something like that. Month, uh, no, August 21st. Three months ago, we hiked up um, Big Baldy. Mm. A better analogy would, would be Big Baldy because there were apparent dangers along the way. So right. preceding the visit to the Sequoias, we looked up. Um, the potential dangers and strategies to deal with them or avoid them. We knew before we went that there were bears, rattlesnakes, poison ivy, poison oak, mm-hmm. mountain lions. Mm-hmm. But we went toward that potential da- potential danger. Mm-hmm. We went toward that potential danger. We began the hike. We began the journey. We walked the path. We veered off the path for a little bit and got back on it. Mm-hmm. We got tired. We were aware, alert. We helped each other out. We were encouraging. We were. We were we were like very encouraging to each other. At times each of us wanted to quit. Mm-hmm. But why did we keep pushing forward? Because we knew what promise lay at the top. We knew the promise of the end of this journey. And that was we were going to get up there and see the beauty 
of everything around us. That was the promise for that, for that trip. But we knew that was our goal. We knew that's what we needed to do. That's what we, we sought out to do. So when we thought about what we wanted to do, and that was get to the peak of Big Baldy, we didn't care that there were bears. We didn't care that there were mountain lions. We didn't care that there were rattlesnakes. We, we were alert and aware that that was a possibility, but it didn't deter us. And the thing is, all three of those can kill us. Mm-hmm. All three of those. A fall can kill us. Right. We can get hurt out there and die. We can we bleed out. We like scaled three different yes rocks and we knew that it can kill it what it wasn't for some sort of adrenaline no it was liberating and we knew the apparent dangers but we kept on moving forward because we knew what promise lay at the top so in your journey with christ so some people ask why does god allow things to happen or why do i feel this way why do i feel these negative emotions why does god give us free will but what is love without choice What is love without choice? Choice and free will precedes love is the epitome of it. Because without free will, you're a slave to somebody else's creation, to somebody else's emotions, to somebody else's uh, ruling. So we have the free will and choice to love. So whether, so so for someone to not believe in God because the apparent dangers or the negativity that happens everywhere. So what does that mean? You're not going to be a good person. The dangers and bad things are going to be there regardless if you're religious or not. Right. So the promise isn't that it's going to be easy. The promise is that you're going to get to the top of this mountain, this climb, this journey, the storm, whatever you're trying to get through. And it doesn't matter what comes against you. You're going to persist without exception because you believe and have faith in the promise that lie on top. So you're going to run into depression. You're going to run into anxiety. You're going to run into heartbreak. You're going to run into hurt. You're going to run into resentful people. You're going to run into issues. You're going to run into obstacles. But if you stay focused on the promise and Surround yourself with people that encourage and build you up. You're never going to turn around. You're going to figure out how to get through that obstacle. Because if if any one of us try to go up, want to do those things alone, we may have quit. The temptation to quit would have been higher. But because we were a team, it made it a lot easier. Yeah. Usually I get into somebody to, to a section of it to where if you're religious or not, not this time, not this time. I'll get that. I'll get back to that in episode seven. Focus on the promise. I believe. I believe in his spirit. I believe that, that God set down his son to die for our sins. To die for our sins. And I believe that. If you don't accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then you're giving your own life up as a sacrifice. You're putting yourself up on that cross. And that's okay. You just tell me how that works out for you. That's what I believe. Fred, that's so serious. It is serious. You know, you're a funny guy. I I, I do say some stuff that's that's off the wall. I just talked about my great grandma and that story. Okay. Those are experiences of my life. I do believe this is serious. I do believe God gave me character. I do believe God gave Noemi character, but I also believe that that righteousness is righteousness. And I beg to whoever listens to this, every episode we're averaging, you know, 
I'd say 100 listeners. And it might go up. So if anybody listens to this, whether it's right now, right now it's 2021. If somebody listens to this in 2023, 2024, don't remove yourself from the source. Do not remove yourself from the source because it's simple. The moment you do that is the moment you begin to die. Hmm. And eventually your dry bones. And it's awesome because we do have a God that can breathe life into dry bones, but you remove yourself from the source and you remove yourself from God's purpose and plan and you're choosing to put yourself on that cross. And this is not a place where we're supposed to be. I believe that. I do believe that. If you need encouragement, you're going to get through it. I've been through depression. I have anxiety. And I've been, I've been through depression to where I didn't, I, I took personal leaves of absence. I was in the negative for sick and vacation time. Not too many people know that, but I was in the negative for a year because anytime I got some time, I had to take some time off because I was depressed. And I, 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 I got talked to a couple times saying, Hey, Freddie, you don't have any more time. And I'm like, I don't have a handle on these emotions. And I'm blessed with the job that kind of, kind of worked with me, but I've been depressed to where I, I didn't want to go out to eat where I'd go to a, a restaurant in Monterey and I'd, I'd have to take a moment to go cry in the bathroom. And I, I pushed and never gave up because, because even though I was going through those emotions in my prayers and there were some intense prayers full of cuss words. I ain't even scared to say that. You know, you can judge me for using cuss words. Well, if you're going to judge me on using cuss words, also notice that in the time of that hurt, I still talk to God. I still look to God. And I gave God my true emotions, my true self. And I was in a negative. And I said, I'm not doing this. You know, some people said, stay home. I said, no, I'm not going to do it. If I don't face what's holding me back every day, I couldn't even walk around. I was walking around uh, uh, department stores with my shirt in my mouth, biting it. This is real. Because I couldn't get a hold of my emotions. The depression and anxiety is my body was going crazy for a year and a half. And I stayed the course. It was a season. So when, when, when you go to your counseling, when you go to your therapy or you sit with your, your pastor or priest or whatever, whoever your peer is, and they say the, the storm will pass, this is just a season. It is. It really is. It will pass. Because it did for me, and I don't know. I don't know anything. I would never want to go back to that. I would never want to go back to that. Now I'm very mindful of my emotions, knowing that that's the as bad as it gets. Depression, suicidal thoughts. It's crazy. But um, you will weather the storm. Just don't remove yourself from the source, no matter what comes your way. Depression was just a mountain lion on the path. Mm. So God bless. And uh, I, don't think, I think that's the first time I've said God bless, but God bless. And that's, that's that for the Vatada. That's that <clears> for the, the What the Derf show. Um, I do want to thank Eric Knorr for his, his support. Jamie Knorr. Um, Miss Jenny Coins. No, yeah, Miss Jenny. Um, they say they said they listened. Um, 
And I think that's I think that's pretty awesome. I don't know if she listens to the podcast, but uh, his songbird. I don't know her name. Oh, hi, songbird, Beth. Oh, Beth. Is that yeah, her that's name? Beth. Yeah, that's Shout a tic- TikTok follower. Yeah, one of Freddie's TikTok followers. And um, well, she's yours too. Yeah, but you're like the famous dude. Yeah, okay. I'm just the girl that tags along. I'm not famous. Yeah, you are. How am I famous? You just are. I guess. But anyways, happy birthday, Freddie. Thank you, Normie. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm 34 years old, guys. 34 is the new 20. My knees feel 50. Cool. <laughs> if you're in your 30s. <laughs> I feel like it. So bad. If you're in your 30s, you get to the end of a podcast and you're just annoyed for no reason at all. For no reason. Bye. I see it in your eyes. Stop. Birthday episode.